Welcome to 12 Days of Marketing, where we share 12 special topics to help your business start the new year right. And now, your co-hosts of 12 Days of Marketing, Matt Halloran and Kirk Lowe. Welcome to another 12 Days of Marketing podcast. What we're going to talk about today with Kirk is some of the biggest changes that have happened in LinkedIn. Because here's the deal. LinkedIn is always changing its algorithm. LinkedIn is always making things better, different, changing things up because they want to make sure that uh, you know have the most current stuff. And Kirk's going to dive in uh, to some of the reports that we do and that we research here on LinkedIn. So Kirk, you ready to dive into this, brother? I'm ready. We're talking about not just LinkedIn, but social media. But Honestly, uh, most of our audience should be using LinkedIn for the most part, and you'll understand a little bit better why. We've talked about LinkedIn quite a bit over the podcast that I'm involved in and some of our other guests, so uh, we'll dig into that. I did want to talk about something from uh, day 10, so the episode from uh, day 10, which was part of our 12 Days of Marketing series, when Matt started off talking about how he was a big fan uh, back in the 90s of gangster rap and how they have hooks because that, that conversation about hooks but i didn't want to slow that down but i decided today i'm going to slow slow this down because matt is a very complex dude and i thought matt share with our listeners some of the other music that you typically listen to well here's the fun part and, and this is applicable to the hooks more than it is to this one but it depends on what kind of mood i'm in right there are times where if i need to write something you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be listening to wu-tang clan right or i'm gonna be listening to Pavarotti. like i'm a huge fan of opera maybe sometimes you know if i'm in a little bit more of a somber mode uh, you know i'll listen to baroque music whether it's vivaldi or handel or so you you basically just painted the picture there right now so from yeah. gang wrapped to paparazzi. <laughs> I wanted to say that because I, I think sometimes people get these ideas. Oh, that. sure. All right. Think, so let's, um, th- thanks dude for that. Uh, but let, let's yeah, dive into this social stuff, dude. Yes. So uh, social trends. So l- let me give you a, a, kind of the skinny on, on the most important things when you're trying to have success in social media. The first one in my mind is one of the most important of all is to have organic content. If you're buying content from a library, you're setting yourself up to fail. You're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm covering off social media. But if it's not yours, you're missing the entire point. You are an expert living in and working in the expertise economy. That's what you do. And if you're not doing expert marketing, that's that's from you. It showcases your expertise. You're falling behind and you're missing the point. And I, and I know that a lot of our listeners are in that boat and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to create trouble for you. It's the truth. And you need to figure out how you're going to get away from that. If you do a little bit of that, it's not a bad thing, but if it's all you do, it is. So hopefully you understand the second one is tagging people and topics. If you think about a social network, they want it to be social. Those things are social in nature bringing people into the conversation, sharing the topic and being clear about that. Those are really important things. I still, people have gotten a lot better at doing those things. And then have your go-to topics, have your go-to tags. And I guess to a degree, you can have some go-to people. Those typically be centers of influence, peers, influencers, things like that. The next one is to have photos. Uh, Photos I'll put it this way. I believe the algorithm likes, or social networks, I should say, like movers and shakers. 
They like people that are out doing things that, that attracts people. And that's what social networks want. They want to attract people to other people who are moving and shaking. The next one is video. Video, uh, audio is good too, but the idea here is that give people an opportunity to see right th then and there what your expertise is. Give your, share sound bites, which is really important, which kind of gets into my next point, which is any content you post should be easily consumable. So what I mean by that is, and we have this thing that we do here, we call it um, content multiplication. What we do is we create snippets that are more socially consumable. What I mean by that is if we record a 25 minute long podcast for a client, as an example, we do clips, video, sorry, not video clips, audio clips of that podcast. We also do quote memes. Those become more socially consumable because when people are on LinkedIn, sometimes they have time, sometimes they don't. If they don't have time, what you want to do is give them a taste of what they're missing or what they could you know, gain or learn from taking a deeper dive into your podcast or your article or your white paper or your webinar, things like that. So post what we call snippets of what you do or share your expertise so that they can easily consume them. And that's a good step, right? Expertise marketing is about getting people to engage into your wisdom and start to experience it. And they're going to think is, wow, I, I've only known you know, Matt on social media, but he's already given me some tips on improving my marketing mm -hmm. as an example. I wonder what it's going to be like if I actually have a conversation with him or if I read his entire white paper or listen to his entire uh, episode. So there's all, that's what you're trying to set up there. So those are really important trends and uh, best practices in social media. Next. So here's the deal. Let's talk about LinkedIn specifically, because I just did this. I just talked about these stats that you're about to talk about at a presentation and it really floored the audience. I mean, these are some eye opening freaking things here. Yes. So these are, I think three of the most important statistics from a LinkedIn, um, which is easy to find, LinkedIn uh, research report. First one is uh, that LinkedIn users are 11 times more likely to engage in expert content, which is incredible, right? If you're posting expert content on Facebook, it's a very crowded place, it's busy, people, a lot of people contribute content there. A lot of people contribute content that's politically charged, or, uh, or what they ate. There's so such a diversity of content there. It's a, it's not the greatest place to go find this type of content. So it's less likely to be engaged or seen there. Plus Facebook squeezes the, the pipeline as far as how many people actually see your stuff. LinkedIn is more friendly in that regard. Mm -hmm. The next stat, which is really important is only 0.2% of LinkedIn users contribute expert content on a regular basis. So that means is there's really not a lot of competition for expertise content or expert content on LinkedIn. So that's a massive opportunity, massive opportunity. That doesn't mean it. I mean, you might think and say, well, that, does that mean people aren't using it? No, it just means there the pe more people are reading the few people who are on there. So there's a great opportunity to be known and recognized. And Matt and I have been able to take advantage of that for ourselves and our own business. The next one, which is a good one, is there are approximately 500 to 550 LinkedIn users right now, and that's going to grow or should be growing to 2.5 billion in the next five or 10 years. 
So it's going to, it's going to keep growing. It's going to be an incredible place to do business, to share thoughts and ideas. I think the set, the latter is the most important one, right? Um, I can't tell you how many times we still receive offers as the first two or three connection points from a new contact. It's unbelievable. Hmm. You do not send people offers. It's a massive put off. Try to make my world better. First and foremost, I'm not telling you that we haven't messed up over the years, but try to add value to people's lives and their worlds. That's the thing you should be focusing on when you meet new people or everything you do on social media. Well, it's like dating, so, Kirk, right? I mean, that that's the thing. It's like these people who connect with you and then send you this two-and-a-half-page email full of links about how great they are, right? It, it's like they're asking to marry you before you've ever even dated and, you know, had a relationship. Right. So there, there are other tips to leveraging LinkedIn, right? But those are three really critical stats. There is yeah. a fourth one actually just came to mind which is LinkedIn, uh, you're three times more likely to uh, get a lead, an actual lead from LinkedIn for your business. And that one, I don't always like sharing for one reason, because the word lead. Yeah. The word lead is really damaging to this business. Yeah. And you're probably thinking, oh, you're crazy. Because that's all that matters in this business is leads, like new business that drives everything. It's not that that it's not that opportunities don't drive business in this industry. The problem is the idea around leads, right? So I'm risking going down a, a rabbit hole here on a on a podcast where we're not talking about leads. But what you should be focusing on is starting relationships with people and expanding your network and getting them to appreciate what an expert you are. Yeah, and that's that's your goal in marketing. The rest of it just happens. Yep. Focusing on a lead is more about numbers. It's the wrong way to start a relationship, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And so just you know, work on that for, for the new year, and we'll probably do a podcast on it. We've already done it. We talked about it a fair amount. But anyway, that's that. That's well, that for like. Well, for I mean, the, the fact that, I mean, you've even written white papers on that. So if, if you don't know our opinion on any of that, all you have to do is go to topadvisormarketing.com, click on Influencer Academy, which is in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll see a whole bunch of great thought leadership by our team, including Kirk, that uh, talks about that stuff. Now, I want to talk about leverage, right? So so this is great. Uh, you know, you talked about some of the changes that are going on, some of the, some of the techniques that people can do, uh, which, you know, tagging people, using photos, making sure it's easily consumable. You built a really good case on why we think LinkedIn is the best way, and actually not just us, most people do. But let's talk about how you, our listener, can leverage it and what is the best way to really, truly get engagement. So one of the most important things with LinkedIn is that you share on a regular basis, mm-hmm. preferably a consistent basis. And I, I think once a day is a good place to be. If you if you have time to do a little bit more than that, that's fine. The interesting thing is, is when you share daily, and you're thinking to yourself, how I don't have nearly enough content to do that. I'm going to give you a little bit of a tip in a second here. But sharing daily keeps you top of mind, right? And you want that. Mm-hmm. Um, and not every day people are going to see you. So maybe it's every week or every couple of weeks they see you. That's that's going to be good too, right? So you have to do it enough that when they happen to be there, they they got a chance of seeing your stuff. I mean, you could really increase the chances if you did 20 times a day. But guess what that also leads to? You being an annoyance, right? <laughs> LinkedIn doesn't want you clogging stuff up either, but I mean, it's good to share, but share um, really good content on a consistent basis. And I think daily is, is a good 
uh, metric to look at or a good expectation. The second one is to share value. If you're going to say something, say something that's going to be useful to your ideal audience and going to help them. And so don't just talk or share stuff that's you know commonly known. Try to share stuff that's going to improve their world and think about how you're going to do that. And it's not always just improving their world with the most obvious things, but the things that are in their world. Don't think about just how you impact their world, but think about the things that are in their world that they need to solve as well. So in other words, it doesn't always have to be about financial specifically, since most of our listeners are financial people. Mm -hmm. The next one is to share organic. Share your stuff as much as you possibly can. If you're going to spend the time to leverage a LinkedIn network and put your voice out there and put yourself out there, why wouldn't it be your expertise? Like, why build somebody else up? Why build up somebody else writing the article, writing the white paper, doing a podcast? Now, if you do this from time to time, it means you're paying attention. And you don't think it's all about you, which is a good thing. But if you're always sharing other people's stuff, you're wasting a huge opportunity. You're missing an incredible opportunity to build your brand, your persona, your personality, your voice, right? Mm-hmm. The last one is to include people. Social networks are meant to be social. I talked about this a couple minutes ago. Include people in your world. Tag people that you think would be interested in it. Look at stuff they're doing and give them a shout out when you think it's really valuable to your audience. Don't just be shouting out because of your friend and they put up some, some stuff that's not very good. I challenged a peer recently. I tried not to do it in a way that was would be viewed as negative, but... They were, I could tell that they were just promoting somebody who had spoken at a conference and they didn't give enough detail to create any value. Hmm. And so I, I didn't challenge it. I, I complimented the simplicity of what they had presented, but I added some depth to it. So figure out you know, how you can add value in all cases, but uh, make sure that when you're promoting other people that you promote real value that they're offering. So those are, those are four really important ways to leverage LinkedIn. Sharing daily, share value, share your value, you know, stuff that you've created as much as possible, and include people in your world. All right. The biggest changes in social media, how you can kind of hack those changes and truly use them to grow your network. Kirk, thank you very much for your thought leadership on this, Butter. Yep. That's day 11. The holiday season is Closing in, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Well, it's here. It really when is. these are when these we recorded these obviously a little bit before, but I'm excited for another holiday season. Enjoy your family. Uh, be grateful for all the incredible stuff we all have mm-hmm. in the world we live in. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. In day 12, uh, we're going to talk about the 12 marketing trends for 2020. And I'm just going to add one other super duper quick thing here, which is this. Every single solitary thing that Kirk just outlined, they're sharing daily, sharing value, share organic stuff that's yours and include people. You can use those on every other social media platform. Now, we focus on LinkedIn because we work with businesses who want to, you know, really target that sort of successful person, as Kirk talked about a little bit. Like, for instance, you know, the average LinkedIn user who consumes the, the information is middle management and makes over $250,000 a year. But let's say you're hardcore on Twitter. Every one of those, those effective leveraging techniques that Kirk just talked about works on Twitter also. So for everybody at Top Advisor Marketing, this is Matt Hallern, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Brought to you by Top Advisor Marketing, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. 
This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.